Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it. Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney Plus. Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki wherever you get your podcasts. Let's do it. Give me a twerk, Sarah. Oh, oh, oh how do I twerk? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. That's all we got. That's all we got. It's a podcast, not a cast pod. Hey, rage every day. She'll make you say, Oh, oh my God. God. She got the scoop. Oh, they're all here today. Welcome to the Hey Frage Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Frazier. AJ's here in studio with me. She's amazing. She's the producer, co-host. She does it all. And she's come up from an intern. We've really come up. I mean, <laughs> started from the bottom, and now we're really here. We started, yeah, and some of us back to the bottom. I mean, it's just like it's like a cycle. Like, you're up, you're down, you're top, bottoms. I mean, on, yeah. I do all the positions, and I've been through them all. But what's your favorite? <laughs> top or bottom? <laughs> Sideways. On the top. Dirty cowgirl. As someone who's considering right now, I feel like I'm living the bottom. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I consider the top much better. Much better. Have you ever had like a moment? I'm already today. Do you just ever have those days where it's only noontime, but you're like, I have lived a fucking week in five hours, like of being up. Like, you know that feeling? I'm already <laughs> exhausted. It's only Monday. <sighs> already exhausted. Already Monday. No, I have those days a lot. Uh, we have a great show for you, though. I'm super excited about today's show because we have our special guest. We brought him back after we voted him sort of in and out of the show. Yeah. But last week, this was like such a random thing. So through a friend of mine um, who I've, I've known for years, and she's super awesome, big supporter of the podcast, she emailed me and she said, you got to have this guy in, this guy, Alex, and he really wants to have his own podcast. I think he'll be entertaining. He came in last week. We loved him. You guys thought he was like super hot. Yeah, and- we all were like, who's this cutie? So Alex, when you <sighs> called on the phone... Uh, you were kind of confused. You're like, is there a, a metro nearby? Or like, 
Yeah, do I, I, Uber? I totally just sound like a, a complete stoner like that, and right? I was like, Sarah, <laughs> you're not gonna. You do this guy sound like a stoner. I was like, we're not, we're not bringing this guy in, right? We're just bringing him in for the day. And Sarah was like, oh yeah, 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 now. And then you come in, and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> I take it back. Let's you're see if he has talent because he's a he's a certified beauty. Oh my yeah, god, yeah. you are super funny. So anyway, uh, you're back by popular demand, and I was saying to AJ because you guys put out AJ put out on, on my Instagram essentially, are you hot? Should we keep him? And everyone was like, oh my god, bring him back. He's hysterical. Bring so, him back. Alex, you've also informed us that your nickname is Quillen like a villain because your last <laughs> name is Quillen. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. These um these cross country runners that. I was the captain of my cross-country team in high school, so these freshmen obsessed with me, and they made this phrase called quillin' like a villain, like chillin' like a villain, so Ah. it it really did stick. I got it. I got it. Well, it's excellent. We love that you are on the podcast today, and um, we're actually going to do a special segment with Alex. Alex said, you know, he is not shy at all, and he came in, and he was like, hey, I really want to do Alex News, which is basically the stories that I found from the weekend. So I was like, okay. Can't wait to hear these. And then AJ was like, um, I think I need a segment. <laughs> yes. So like, yes. He's been here two AJ's days, and he gets an entire already. segment. What is this? She's jealous already. Uh, So anyway, we'll get to all that. Um, How was your weekend? I was down at the Cherry Blossoms this weekend, which was just epic people watching and epic. I mean, people from all over the country that you don't even know exist coming to see Cherry Blossoms. It was so packed. people watching. The most amazing people. Honestly, I put this out on my Twitter last night because I was so, it was hysterical. Here's a picture of Dana, me and my boyfriend. Oh, Um, Yeah, we had such a good time, little Dano. And, um, but anyway, I, I... I'm standing there. We're standing there. And Dan almost lost it on this eight-year-old kid. This eight-year-old little boy is dabbing on the cherry butt while pulling the cherry (laughs) blossom branches. And he's totally like, (laughs) he's like this. How do you dab? You like dab like this, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, am I dabbing, He's like ripping the branches, dabbing. And the mom is on her phone 100%. Has no idea. And then there's this 30-year-old man standing there being like, let go of the branches. Like, just going in on this kid who has zero fucks to give. Like, the kid does not care at all. And he's just dabbing away on the branches. Disrespect. God, this is awesome. Like, you can't make it up, right? Like, you couldn't put an eight-year-old at the cherry blossoms dabbing. And, the, and Dan is pissed. He's like, what is this kid? Oh, Dan was really mad, too. And sometimes I have to scale <laughs> Dan back a little bit. Like, you're not the police. Like, don't be right. reprimanding everyone's parents. And he's right. like, that woman, like, does, isn't even watching her kids. I'm like, who can, you know, I mean, whatever. Hey, she took some cherry branch. blossoms. Yeah. Let, let the kid have his dabbing priorities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And Alex, we were thinking about this because you're from Ohio. And Indeed. You're, you're only here for, like, a couple of weeks visiting and interning. Have you seen any bizarre people watching in D.C.? Yeah, so (laughs) one time when I was on the Metro, this one dude tried to, after it had already closed, he tried to open the doors with both hands as it was like almost, actually it was almost closed, and he tried to jump out as it was moving, and I'm like, dude, you gotta just get the fuck back. (laughs) Like, you're gonna kill yourself. (laughs) Get back. (laughs) Anyway, so, you know, uh, it was was hysterical, but we had a really good weekend. And you were in New Jersey, right? Yeah, I was in New Jersey at a baby shower. And the last baby shower I went to, no alcohol, very, very small get-together. Nothing against people that don't have alcohol. But this baby shower... You should, though. I mean, if you're going to have a baby shower, (laughs) any shower, really. A baby shower, bridal shower, there should be at least some type of alcohol. So this was an open bar. 
Well, great. Yeah. But I, I gotta say, like, I haven't. I don't think I've ever been to a baby shower, bridal shower where they didn't serve drinks. Really? Oh, yeah. Have I, you been to a dry one? Yeah, previous, like maybe two weeks ago. And by the way, I'm 23. Why am I going to baby showers right now? Uh, oh my God, I don't know. 23. That's amazing. <laughs> That's crazy to think. Like I'm 35. Like I had a kid at 23. It would already right. be like what? 13, 12. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing the math. See, we're in media. I'm we're not just really shaking my head in here. No, like, wait till your late twenties to have kids, guys. Live it up while yeah. you can. Well, this technically was a family friend, so we went up to New Jersey, and it was a it was a little bit rural area. Okay. And they had chicken coops. So, anyways, we get wasted at the open bar. We go back to the people's house for an after party, and I mean, they serve pizza. There, it's I was having a great time, and they're like, "Have you ever fed chickens?" And I'm like, do I look like <laughs> I fed chickens? And nothing against that. I told, I think it's great to live and su- you know supply your own food and live off the farm and the land. But in all of your years, you had never fed a chicken. Maybe maybe when I was like a baby at a at a farmer's market, you know, or uh, one of those things where they have animals and goats. But yeah, never really. So this really? is my first time. We brought I brought a video. My by the way, this video I have wine in hand. I love it. Drunk. I'm doing a, a Brooklyn accent. I don't know what I'm doing. I think this is great. Yeah, we're seeing it right now. Chicken. Look at my <laughs> eyes. It's a disaster. <laughs> it's pretty anticlimactic if you think about it. Yeah, you, you talked that up a little I bit. Re- <laughs> <laughs> it's l- and, and it ends there. I thought there was in. more words. Okay, yeah. So now that we it. cut it off. That's that. I think that's amazing. But God. you grew up in Maine, and I so up, yeah, on farms and with goats yeah. and sheep and all that stuff, which is amazing to me that there are people who haven't really fed like farm animals. Yeah, they were making fun of me. They're like, "Okay, you city for." Have you ever gone? You've never probably gone collected eggs, like when you have to go in the chicken coop with the rooster and everything, collect the eggs out of their I little hen boxes. No, and they went to go get them, and they, I've learned so much this weekend. Yes. The hens only give birth for two years, and then they make them into chickens and eat them. Right, right, right. Because they'll only lay eggs for well, like a couple like, of years yeah yeah I yeah had no idea anyways no. it was really cool and Loved i drunkenly it. fed chickens um well there's a couple of stories i thought we would talk about and then i want to ask you because um you know obviously i share everything on this show and i was talking about my relationship with dan a couple weeks yes. ago right we were having this whole debate uh alex you don't know this whole story but i've been with my boyfriend for like five years and we he's he works in youth soccer and he's super busy like this is his season so anyway every year around this time we really have like these breakdowns in our relationship because he's so busy he works like seven days a week for three months straight and I get really upset like I don't see him we don't emotionally connect because all he's focused on is soccer right so we had this like big uh, moment a couple of weeks ago and I was like I don't see how I can go on with this relationship if we're not going to spend time together I like disinvited him from Easter it was a whole thing right oh boy yeah but anyway we worked (laughs) through <laughs> it was a whole thing. So I love a man's perspective. I love a man's perspective because okay. I don't want to be like overly emotional. And I am very emotional. So who knows? Maybe I was wrong. So anyway, we, but when we're arguing, when I'm having this argument with him, I often say to him like, cause Dan never really like lived. I'm the first woman he's ever lived with, like first long-term relationship, you uh-huh. know? So I always say to him, you don't really, cause sometimes he's like, um, he, I think he thinks I'm a lot of maintenance and like a lot of work. And I'm like, you don't really have a good guide. <laughs> Her gauge for high maintenance chicks is terrible. So what does he know about it? Thank you. Right. I said, how can you judge? You've never lived with another woman. You've never like been like dated a lot of other women. So you don't really have like a guide. Right. I am easy breezy. 
Okay. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you if about me. I mean, w- what were the reasons he gave for what, like how you're high maintenance and stuff like that? Well, he just thinks that um, I should be more flexible in our relationship, so that you know when he he knows this is my season and that or his season for soccer, and I should just kind of like go with the flow, give him his space, know that when the season's done, we're gonna hang out, like all that stuff. I should know that and sort of roll with it, is it- instead of me going, hey, I think that it's not unreasonable that we have one date night a week. Is that it we don't one, work. Yeah, is it one of those things where you're kind of inseparable when the season's done? Mm, not exactly, Alex. Well, yeah, you're probably too busy for that, so. <laughs> we are. Like, we're and he is, too. Super, yeah, we're super busy, but I'm like, one day a week, we should com- commit to, like, no phones and spending time together. And, Alex, I'm a, a few years older than you are, so we're, like, at this phase where we're like, oh, maybe we'll have a family. I'm like, right. how are we going to have a kid when everyone's so busy and we hardly hang out? And I think you have to hang out to have a really good relationship. Right. So he wants me to be more flexible. And I'm like, there is no other woman on earth that would put up with this schedule aside from me. So you're lucky. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> but he always argues that lack of experience, it does not mean lack of knowledge. So I wanted to know what you guys thought, like if that's true. Because to me, I'm like, I think you have to have the experience to have the knowledge. And he's like, no, experience means crap unless you have. <laughs> unless you have. Sounds like you've had this debate a lot. <laughs> I got both sides, Alex. I got both sides. So he basically says experience means crap if you don't have self-reflection. So like you could have the same experience over and over. And if you never learn and you never do anything different, then you're not getting ahead. And he's basically saying that like even though he doesn't have the experience of a lot of girlfriends or living with somebody else, he still has the knowledge. And I just don't think that's a good argument. I, I, I have to side with you on this one only because I think that experience in relationships does matter. If he's never lived with another woman, what does he have to compare to? Alex, what do you think? You're a guy. What's your past Yeah, have you lived with, like, any women yet? Any serious relationships with women? Or men? I don't know what you're into. I'm in college right now still, and we're at the time where we just don't want to commit to anything. Um, I lived briefly with a woman for, like, a month, but then that... (laughs) That's all my experience. So I would definitely say experience equates to more knowledge because you can only gain so much from reading BuzzFeed articles online. It's true. You've got to, like, actually live with people and date a lot of people so then you know what you like and you don't like, I think. Right. No, I agree. He feels like you don't need that. You don't need to date a ton of people to know. Well, does he have any past experience with, you know, one night thing? I mean, he has he met a lot of He knows women, so it's not like he's coming out of blind no, I mean, he's not coming out of it blind. Right. But he's I had short like, stints, not yeah. long relationships. I mean, I lived with a hoarder, so I clearly know that like, I'm in love with Dan. I'm like, I've lived with a man who is like 14 years older, who had two kids from another marriage, who was a hoarder. Like, I know from that that's experience. That's a lot of baggage. Yeah, it was a ton. And like, wow. I would come back every, like, I would go up there because we lived for a while together in D.C. And then I, he moved to New York, so we would go back and forth. And when I would get to New York on Fridays, literally, this man was like in his 40s. The entire sink would be filled with dishes from the week that he had never put in the dishwasher. Expects you to come in on Friday on your vacation. Like somebody, and- yeah, yeah. Or he'd just be like, I'm eventually going to call someone. Eventually, like when? When the rats are like in here? I mean, like, what was the plan? <laughs> so Dan appears so, like, to be. So Dan is amazing. He's like super yeah. neat. Like he's, you know, he, never like a hoarder. Like we're minimalists. I love that part about him. He's super smart. I mean, there's so many positives, but I'm just yeah. like emotionally connected. I need you to be like where Jay-Z was in that interview with David Letterman. And he was so like, we got through the hard times. We did therapy. Yes. Did yeah. you, do you have, I never, Alex, you haven't watched that show, have you? With David Letterman's new show on Netflix? Because you told me you're a Netflix guy, right? 
Yeah, yeah, but no, I haven't watched it. All I can say about the situation, though, is that Beyonce should have dumped him because she's an absolute 10 and he's a 3. So, he, truthfully, he, he truthfully, has no reason like, to cheat on her. He's one of the best rappers of all time. Well, he talks about that, and he basically says that not growing up with a dad, and his yeah. dad had so many anger issues and so many addiction issues of his own, so everybody in Jay-Z's life fled. And he never know? knew how to deal with right. his emotions, and so with his problems. He basically credits Beyonce for sticking by his side, and then they went to therapy, and how therapy essentially made him awake to his emotions and to be able Hashtag to- Hashtag like, woke. Yeah, he's like much more woke. Yes. True. So I feel like I, that's what I'm saying is like, okay. I mean, Jay Z was amazing in that interview. Basically, you and Dan are Beyonce and Jay Z reincarnated, is what you're saying. <laughs> I know about that. That's a real stretch. That's a real stretch. But I loved how like emotionally in touch no, Jay Z no. was. I'm like, we just have to go to more therapy, Dan. Completely agree. That's the answer. You guys were really good after the therapy. You had one year of oh, yeah. intensive th- Yeah. Therapy's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Alex, you have so much to look forward to. Uh, it doesn't seem like it, but hey. <laughs> you have a bright future ahead of you. Uh, so here are the couple of stories before we get to Alex News and some of the other things on the show. Uh, a wedding planner says that it's passive aggressive and people need to stop putting on their wedding invitations. And I know, AJ, you've been going to a lot of weddings because your girlfriends are either having babies or getting married. So what is this? But yeah. this wedding planner says that one of the worst things you can do on an invite um, is... She says that when you put on the invitation, like your presence is enough at the wedding. But if you'd like to give us a gift, here's a list uh, of the places that we've registered. She says that's absolute BS. It's coy and awful. If you want to have a list, have a list. And so do it in a grown-up manner. But it's passive aggressive to ask people that their presence there is enough and then to basically provide them with a list of right. things. Do you guys think that's... Like, ridiculous to have this kind of... Do you think it is sort of like a backhanded, hey, we really want a gift? Yeah, but they're just too proud to say, you have to give us a gift. So they give you the option, oh, we love the fact that you're here, but... I thought I would do that, too. She also says it's super annoying when people ask, like, for you, hey, we don't want a gift, we want you to give us money for a honeymoon. I mean, isn't that what a wedding... If you're having a wedding and you're inviting people, aren't you... We don't really care about you coming, we just want your gift. I mean, what do you, you have to give people guides? I feel like I feel like that's bullshit. Like, give them oh, right, right, right. I get weird. She's they, basically saying you're guilting people, even though you're saying like, "Hey, we don't really want a gift." I understand that argument. Like, she's saying you're basically telling people we don't really want a gift, but fine, get us a gift. So then people who don't still feel the pressure, and they look like losers because they didn't bring anything except yeah. for themselves. But I'll tell you, all my friends are doing this too, and I don't feel any pressure to give them a gift. I'm like, because most of the time I'm flying there, getting it, my paying my own hotel. Say. I'm like, I don't feel bad about not getting you a gift. No, I was just going to say, that whole thing with you expecting them to come. My brother's doing a destination wedding in Mexico. Are they expecting gifts? Probably not. I mean, they're going to stay in Mexico, and then they have to pay for the hotel and everything. So I think that's a gift in itself. I used to think, though, that I would not do the the gift registry. But now, if, in fact, I ever get to any altar, like I'm going to just be like, (laughs) I want fucking everything, okay? I (laughs) might make it there. Bit of a double standard there. But it's okay. The Rolls Royce, I'm going to need you to pay for every blessing. I'm going to list like so much shit. People. Because, like, it's going to be such a miracle. Like, you're coming once. <laughs> I'm getting to the point in my life when half of my life is already over, okay? like well, There's really so only I'm, time for one wedding. Yeah, exactly. So I'm registering for all of it, plus I want you to pay for my honeymoon. Is that crazy? No. Your fans will come out strong. And I'm going to do the cash tree. I don't think they do those anymore either, but I'm going to bring it back. And that's basically what well, Yeah, you got to explain this to Alex and me. What, what, we, what is the cash tree? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love doing a show. I mean, uh, this show is uh, by millennials and for <laughs> 
I love doing this as a millennial. Uh, so anyway, the cash tree used to be that when you went to the wedding reception, that they would they would put like somebody would um, have like this kind of like wire tree or it would be like a fake faux tree and it would have um, like clothes hanger clips, like clips on it. And they someone would put like five dollars, ten dollars. Anyway, you were supposed to walk by the tree like when you went into the reception hall and you would clip cash to the tree. It was like a cash tree, like a money tree. That sounds gr- I need that at my birthday party. Right, for the bride and groom. And then the at the end of the night, whatever, someone would collect it. So not only did you bring a gift, then you also right. did the cash tree. And that money was supposed to go to their honeymoon. I'm bringing that shit back too. That's crazy. Both of them. But what does it go to? Just their life in general or like their honeymoon, the cash tree? It, the cash tree goes to the honeymoon. Uh, yeah, so it's supposed okay. to be like extra cash. So you give them a $100 blender. Yeah. Then you would hit them with the cash tree. So then they had money for both, and I'm bringing all that shit back every time. Like, do it, absolutely. And then I'm gonna, like, at the church, I'm gonna send around the basket as well, like your collection basket. Some people just accept money for weddings. Really? Yeah, like Italian weddings, they just give like this is from the this is from the Baladucci family, ten thousand dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm in the wrong family. Mine is so cheap. Oh my god! They'll probably give me rolls of coins. Like literally, literally well, literally well. Um, okay, AJ, I know that you and I can both relate to this because Dan has a comic book collection. He has like I think a thousand comic books that are you said all two thousand. Maybe with, it's two thousand. I think it is right. I couldn't remember. There, we must have. I'm going to say fourteen or fifteen of these like long comic book boxes, and everything's in plastic and all this, this craziness. Fits in your apartment. No, we have a storage unit. We had to get a storage unit partially for Dan's comic books. But I can't really talk because I have a $500 collection, which is one of the creepiest things. With with the eyes that like close and open and they're creepy. All kinds of dolls. I have the Osbournes in sync. I have everybody. In sync, guys. Oh, my God. Alex, would you date me, honestly? Like, we voted on you. Now, now give me a vote. Yeah, you've had no comments on us. Yeah, what do you think? Maybe it's for the better. So... Yeah, I mean, if you guys were available, it'd definitely be a consideration, but I do not want to upset your boyfriends, so I'm, I'm not going to say anything beyond that, but no. My boyfriends are really, not really scary. I don't no, think they either I think, care. Yeah, he wants you to take <laughs> me off his hands. He's like, like he's at the point. Like, T- take her for three months while I'm reffing kids. Oh. Yeah, he's at the point that he yeah. really actually wants that. No, but um, yeah, you're both obviously gorgeous, like... And well-rounded, so it's definitely a yes from me. He's known oh, us for thanks. two days, Sarah. This is amazing. I know. It's, a, it's epic. <laughs> but even with Sarah's doll collection, you'd be willing to Yeah, would to you date take her. the dolls? Do you have the JT one? Yes, I have everything. I have Does he have the frosted facts. tips? Yes, he has okay. the frosted tips. I'm all. <laughs> I think I'll take that from you, honestly. Really? It's got to be worth some kind of money. No, they're not worth shit. Like you okay. go and like you Google them on eBay, you're like, oh, the Osborne family's got to be worth now two or three hundred dollars. No, not a like they're cent. worth less than what we paid. Like we made like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I paid like nineteen ninety nine for Jack Osborne. Like all now they're worth nine ninety nine on eBay. That's surprising because Beanie Babies are worth like thousands no, of dollars. They're like not though. There's only like two Beanie Babies. That's oh, why what this a rip story, off. I know. What about the Webkins? Are those worth a lot now? What? No, I don't think they're worth crap either. Ah, uh, yeah, they were kind of so they're kind of fifth grade. They are. <laughs> they're not like you think all these things. Are, and there's like one Beanie Baby of Princess Diana, and it's only like the first one hundred that are worth like twenty five thousand dollars, and the rest of them aren't worth anything. Oh, uh, what a what a letdown! Yeah, it so is, you got to be smart. My when... pocketbook is a huge <laughs> letdown when you He's... work in high school at the bowling center to afford a Jack Osborne doll that's now worth eight ninety nine. Yeah, it's a real letdown. I mean, oh, what about Dan's comic book? So they work anything? <laughs> no, I don't think they're hardly worth anything either. 
But oh, this guy, I wanted to do this story because this man wrote this Huffington Post, basically opinion article, where he shares that he spent $45,000. Daryl Austin is his name. He spent $45,000 on Legos. And he says that one of the bravest moments of his life is when he said on national TV as a contestant of ABC's Match Game um, about his Lego collection. And he actually says that he's in really good company with stars like Ed Sheeran and David Beckham collecting Legos as well. Yeah, you can see some of these pictures with his daughter and some of the collections that the daughter has of $45,000. kids invested in uh, Legos as well. Yeah. The whole family. Is his wife? Did you say his wife was interested? No, I don't think she's really interested. He's just basically sharing that he's not alone and that he's telling other hobbyists. Here you go. Here's a picture look, of his daughter. Look at his separate. He has whole bins for the each color. Yeah. For those of you, if you guys are watching on Facebook, you can see the picture. But um, if you're if you're home and you're listening to the podcast, Making Dinner, um, you can basically, they've got like a couple of shelves and all these um, different sets of Legos are out that he's obviously put together. And then under, he's very, very organized and he has different drawers with all the Legos. Like you can see the pieces down there to the left. It's crazy. That's incredible. But is that, I mean, obviously that's not a deal breaker for you. Iggy makes, uh, what does he make? World of Warcraft? Oh, God. Yeah, he he paints figurines. I love this. This makes me feel so much better about my relationship. I'm, I was like, we're storing 14 boxes <laughs> of, and the fact that he, he cut paints. But what yeah. is it? It's, a, it's something, though. I forget the name. Uh, a lot of guys, it's actually a well-known game. It's like World of Warcraft almost, but um, somebody knew. I don't know if you guys can think of the name, but um, basically it's like in 40-Year-Old Virgin when he's painting the blue cape. I always make this comparison because that's the okay. only v- movie I've seen with this in it. Okay. Alex, do you know the name of the... No? Uh, of which guy? It's it's No, it's a, it's a game where you paint figurines and then you play them on like a, a board field. Oh, no. That sounds interesting, though. <laughs> really? I'm, okay. I'm surprised you're interested. I, knew it I wouldn't down. play it, but it's an interesting concept. Oh, my God. So it's it doesn't have a bad connotation anyway, for people to play. But, but Iggy yeah. spends a lot of money, basically, to buy these figurines, then makes them swords, then paints them, but yes. then buys the fake grass, puts yes. all these together, and then goes and sells them. But here's the thing. he's at, Iggy's actually getting like three or $400, right? For, for a piece. The, but you yeah. have to think it takes maybe 30 hours to paint a two-inch figurine. All right. That makes me feel better. So he's salary is basically eight ninety nine an hour as well. Okay, he's worth Jack Osborne. Okay, because that's the thing that kills me is yeah. like after all this. After all that time, yeah. So I get the whole collection thing, but it's, yeah, you're, yeah. No, you're, yeah. I just thought it was interesting, like, because I'm sure a lot of you guys listening either are collectors of something yourselves or you are with a partner that is collecting something and has put, like, a fortune in. And I'm assuming Legos are probably like dolls. They're probably not really worth shit after they're out of the box. And your significant other won't even take you on a date, yet they're spending... (laughs) <laughs> hundreds of dollars on this amazing collection. Hey, are you about your own relationship? Are you talking about? <laughs> How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting... off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah, that was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. 
Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. I call him the Nozempic Benon Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Uh, maybe. A little of both. A little of both. Uh, yeah. You can always email me too, by the way, Sarah at HeyFrage.com. So Sarah with an H, S-A-R-E-H at HeyFrage.com. You can always weigh in on any of the stories we talk about. If your significant other has a collection, love to hear it. Are you sick of passive aggressive wedding invites? And then uh, who knows, we might read your mail for pineapple mail. Um, one other thing that we love is this story. Um, the internet's going crazy. We're going crazy. When I showed Alex and AJ the picture of this 27-year-old guy who now looks like a Disney prince after losing like 70 pounds. I'm- um, you guys were also either mortified by him and you thought like he looked like a half man, half horse, or <laughs> you guys, I think he's super hot, by the way. He Jeffrey Kendall re- is his name, by the way. He's 26. Sorry about that. He lost 70 pounds. He's gone through some traumatic things with his mom. She had a brain aneurysm. She was in a coma for seven months. She's doing much better now. Um, but anyway, oh my, that looks, he looks uncanny. Like a to Disney, a Disney prince. prince, right. But you but, don't think he's attractive. You're like, for some reason... Okay, well, okay, I'm not going to say he's not, but oh he looks... Oh, my God, look at the before and after. If you guys transformation is... If you're watching online, you can comment. If you are home, just just Google this guy. Um, Jeffrey Kendall is his name, the before and after. What How much weight say? did he lose? 70 pounds. That's it? It looks like he lost <laughs> a half a person. I mean... That, that's what she's like that's it do they do they not okay to me they don't even look like the same person and i'm not saying the one on no. the left or the one on the right is more or less attractive i'm just saying that they don't even look alike except sh- for the hair and maybe it's the facial hair i should have brought up my photos by the way oh, yes because you're I'm, after. I'm in this guy's position i mean i don't look like a Briz- disney anything i mean i probably <laughs> i look like the candelabra maybe from uh Beauty no you're giving Beast. me maybe it's like snow white vibes with the short cute I don't think so. What's one of the witches or whatever? I mean, give me a break. Snow White, maybe 10 years ago. But he looks like a mythical creature. Why do you think the size of his eyes are so different? That's another thing. Shannon's also uh, one of the producers here. She runs all of our video stuff um, and audio. So, Shannon, you think, wait, you think his eyes look abnormally big in the after? Bigger, They do, yeah. I didn't even think about that until I just until you guys mentioned it. I thought he kind of looks like himself. I think he lost weight you know even in his eyes. Okay, also yeah. his nose is different. <laughs> Look at his. This is not the same person. 
You don't think it is the I same? No. His nose is different. I think it is the same person. See, but yeah. he's just like, his face is, in the before picture, his face is like raised a little bit. In the second one, he's like looking into the camera much more. He's much more like posed. And- For those of listening on the podcast, can you describe him? His hair is luscious. His Oh my God. I mean, he truly looks like an Aladdin prince. He's got luscious, long <laughs> brunette hair that almost has like a natural curl. Looks like Pantene Pro V'd up. Like it's beautiful, silky hair. The before one, he just looks like a lumberjack from Maine that I used to date in high school. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it just does. Like, yeah, like, no, oh, yeah. Ugh, I was having sex with that guy when I was 17. It wasn't Yikes. pretty. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You probably wish it was the guy on the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do Even I. the guy in the middle. I do, yeah. I'll, I'll Give it to any, him. Any of the others. Anyway. Daddy. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So hot. I want to see that movie. Yeah, that's a major come up. I mean, that's a major come up. There's your come up story. There's your come up <laughs> segment. <laughs> Guys, I'm meantime, starting a new segment where we're doing, we're doing come ups like. They really have improved over the... I hate to do this to you. It's only because uh, he's going back to Ohio. So, Alex, we're giving a segment for just two weeks, then he's done. <laughs> so, Alex, come on in here, because you you pitched that you wanted to do Alex News on the show. And, uh, again, Alex is from Ohio. He's kind of a friend of a friend. He wants to get into the podcasting business. So, he he's sort of shadowing us. And, again, we voted on him on Instagram. We were like, we got to keep this guy. He's great. So, um, Alex has a couple of news stories. And, Alex, what was the thinking behind this? You essentially... Said what? You you thought that AJ and I just needed to hear like your news or or what? Uh, yeah, it's it's important, I guess, to have a male perspective on the issues, to have a, a bit of a a bit of diversity at the team. Right. Okay, <laughs> sure, that's it. That for works. once, I can say myself as an example for diversity. Okay, there you go. <laughs> as a white <laughs> cis male. Yeah, there you go. So, what are the stories, by the way, that we need to know about? Oh, for sure. So, I am a big wrestling fan. Ha ha, you're an idiot. I know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because I do not at all follow wrestling or anything. Yeah, but you probably follow The Bachelor, so it equates. Um. <laughs> okay, it's wrestling. Yeah, I saw this trending, by the way, all over Twitter last yeah, night. WrestleMania. This John Cena, Ronda Rousey. Who's The Undertaker? The un- so The Undertaker's real name's Mark Calloway. Okay. Uh, he's 55 years old, and this was probably the last match of his career. Oh. He, yeah, he, he beat John Cena quite handily, and people love him because he's this guy that Literally is the embodiment of his name. Okay. He, he literally. So which one is he in that picture? <sighs> yeah. Which uh, one? Oh, We're yeah. looking at a picture they of WrestleMania right he's now. He's actually not in that picture because they didn't tell people he'd come till yesterday when he showed up. Oh. But he comes into this very creep with this very creepy music, and it's like he, he, his nickname's the Dead Man. So yeah, interesting guy. What is it, by the way, um, um, when it comes to WrestleMania that you like? Because I, once in a while, I was saying this to AJ, once in a while, I'll tune into it. Only the like the end of it on TNT, right before I watch Biggie and Tupac Unsolved. Like, <laughs> you know, that. like I'm like obsessed with Biggie and Tupac. Um, so, and it just seems so cheesy. Like, it's just these guys that sort fake. of like, yeah. They, well, like, it, it's very real, the punishment they do. They actually do take chair shots. They go through tables. Um but it is scripted. So with uh, WrestleMania, I just find it really entertaining. But it's more cringeworthy now because they used to have it as TV 14 and now it's TV PG. So my roommates who oh. both just think wrestling's a joke just make fun of me for it all the time <laughs> when I watch it in our living room. And what was the deal with Ronda Rousey? Because obviously there was like a lot of people were very excited that she was coming to WrestleMania last night. So what was the deal? She was there to wrestle who? So it was what they call a tag team match between American Olympian Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey versus 
Triple H and then his wife, Stephanie McMahon. So <laughs> Rhonda made her first <laughs> appearance and absolutely kicked ass as she should. Uh, she probably quit UFC because of the toll it was taking on her and just because she literally <laughs> was just losing matches. She wasn't as good as she used to be. So. I, such a, I me, respect to me, her. that is like a come down. Like really, you go from UFC to now you're you're doing like wrestling, oh. fake wrestling. It's well, do so you know cheesy. Brock Lesnar? No, um, I feel like no. I've heard that name. So if we go back to the promotional picture, he's the guy with like a buzz. So, oh yeah, yeah half right, of his head right. shaved. Oh, yep, got that it. That guy right there looks so like a hardo. He started in the WWE, went to UFC, then went back to the WWE, oh. and now he's going to go back to UFC. Oh, it's- so she could always go back. Yeah, she she could, but she kind of sucks now. So. I thought what she other, was go go go. No, no, no. I was gonna say what other news stories uh, do. But if you've got one more question, we'll we'll do that. I was just following up with Ronda Rousey that she's a beast. She weighs like oh, she does. Oh, she's she's up massive. Oh, yeah. There you go. They're her arm shots. Her arm shots are pretty oh, crazy. She's just amazing. I think. But continue. Yeah. Anyway, okay. What else have you got for us? So there was the the mother who recently sent her son. I can't remember how old he was, but he was wearing a McDonald's Golden Arches shirt. Yeah, but it was actually a parody of a woman with like stripper legs, and you can literally see kind of an <laughs> ass crack, <laughs> like at the, the bottom mom, of the shirt. She sends her kid what? to school with this, <laughs> and, and, and this like, is a kid. Oh my god! How, how can you look at that and not see some <laughs> euphemism for something else? Oh, my God. I love this mother so much. This kid is 10 years old? Yeah, yeah. And you, you get the sense oh that this God. is the type of woman that literally eats at McDonald's all the time. Because <laughs> that's how intelligent she is. Probably thinks it's healthy, mistake. too. Maybe she really thought it was McDonald's and she just let her son wear. Wow. Choose his own clothing. Oh yeah, my maybe God. it was like for a, a Vegas McDonald's or something. But so she went on and apologized <laughs> for this, right? She she I saw she put up a Facebook post or something and apologized. Yeah, she she put up a long Facebook post and it essentially said, "Oh, this was from this was a hand me down to him, and I didn't really look at it enough to to determine if it was inappropriate okay. or not." Okay, so we so, can't deem her as a bad mother. She just but she still saw it. So I it's think like, that is epic. I think that is that. hysterical. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it so much. I mean, where did we get one of those? We've got to be I selling would wear them that you. in real life on this show. All right, next episode, we're I'm all getting these shirts. It. We're all getting these shirts. I it's once, great. I once saw a shirt when I went to Mexico that said, it had the McDonald's logo, and it said marijuana over a billion stoned, as opposed to over a billion sold at McDonald's. Oh. So, <laughs> I was only 13 when I saw it, but I would totally have bought that shirt now. It is, I got to say, I have to say, from afar, it does look like the Golden Arches. Sort of. But once you get it the all. The heels. The heels, yeah. I mean, it's basically a woman legs up and her booty in the air. I mean, it, and, and I'm <laughs> resembles an M. It. Yeah. it looks so good. I mean, that's really clever. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, last story that you have for Alex News. What have you got? Um. So if we're going to move into the memes, we have a couple of uh, interesting Krusty <laughs> Krab chum bucket memes that I found. Uh and these have been coming up more recently. Uh, I like I like too that Alex like has decided. So we do a segment every Monday. You know, basically memes be like what you know, sort of <laughs> essentially, or memes be like. Yeah. And uh, and I Alex actually, is just taking this over. I actually disagree with this one a lot. Corona is simply the best 
majorly distributed beer there is. And Modelo's still good, but let's be real. Modelo's, Modelo belongs in the chum bucket so there. So what is this? This always is always a- season. It's always Rona season in <laughs> yeah. Alex's world. And this is a basically a meme of, te- like, describe what it is for people. Obviously, people on Facebook are watching, but for, if you're listening, what is the left and the right? So if you've never watched SpongeBob, the chum bucket never gets any customers, and that's on the right, and the Krusty Krab gets everyone in Bikini Bottom. Ah. So it basically insinuates that... The, what's on the left absolutely kills whatever's on the right. Oh. And the, the funniest one I've found so far, we were unable to get it for the show, but there's been this recent trend with girls telling guys like, hey, I want you to tell me to come over, like, or say I want you to come over as opposed to, oh, you can come if you want. And the one that said I want you to come over was on the Krusty Krab. And then the one that was <laughs> that said... You can come if you want. It's on the chum bucket. Do you do this to girls? You'll be like, yeah, because you're trying to act chill. So you're like, you can come over if you want. Yeah, I always did it because I felt like aloofness was was, <laughs> was better than being like, hey, I want you to come over. Right, that sounds a little um, creepy. But I guess they want creepy now. I, I don't really no, understand No, they don't girls. want creepy. They want direct, right? right. Everybody can't stand yeah, yeah. when you're like, oh, come over if you want to. It's like, I can't stand the reply, sure. When you ask somebody a question, you're like, yeah. hey, can yeah. you talk on the phone right now? Sure. Like, to me, that sound just means excited like you or don't int- want to. Is it right. yes or no? So when I, I'm, this is like the part, like, I never want to be in the dating sphere ever again. Oh, yeah. But like, that <laughs> shit would drive me nuts if they're like, oh, come over if you want to. That, But okay, you guys are like t- dating or Alex, you are. So when guys say that, what does that mean? Yes, well, well, we really want you to come over or no? You're trying to act low key yeah, chill. You're trying to act low key chill. But if oh, I, I okay. realize that she wants the more direct thing like you guys obviously want, I'm going to I'm going to be like, I might even be like in all caps. Hey, I want you to come over. Just that's really too excited. No, that's too, too much. Too excited. OK, <laughs> maybe I got to tone it down a bit. There's one extreme. There's another. But <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I love it. Well, Quillen like a villain. Thanks so much for the uh, Quillen news. It was great. We, uh, yeah, forget <laughs> Alex. Alex is too boring. Everyone's yeah, Alex. You got to call me Quillen. Quillen. No, what on. is it? K- Quill? K- Your other nickname? Yeah. A Quill. A Quill. Oh, Alex. His name is A Quill. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. My name doesn't start with a K, so. <laughs> a Quill. That's like, my favorite one. I like A Quill as well. I know. And it was so funny, too, when Alex came in today to intern, the first thing he asked was about, he's like, so who's putting on that can of brunch for you? That cannabis brunch you guys are going to? He's like, I'm down for that one. I'm like, Okay, yes. Yeah, I, I and I, the I thing was, I didn't understand why it was even a debate with you guys. You're like, should we do it? It's like, yeah, just do it. <laughs> like, aren't, isn't it for free? Oh, yeah. They're, they are a company in D.C. The only reason I'm asking should we do it or not is like, are there any legal repercussions for us? Now, this company that wants to put it on for us says no, that as long as you're doing this in D.C., in your home, as a, as a private invite event, you can have a cannabis yeah, brunch you're and totally like, good yeah the, so i'm like but can we if we're filming and what? then you know i don't care i'll be on camera eating <laughs> eating like cannabis waffles but i'm oh. like oh does that have any repercussions for you guys i don't want you all to like right, your right. future employers i mean obviously it would be me i pay extremely well <laughs> yeah you pay so well <laughs> so you weren't willing so, to match the 800 a week salary my internship for the summer has. Nope, not yet. Come on, Sarah. So, I'm, I'm such talent. You need me. So, I'm like, you are really talented. Yeah, we really like you. No, we really want you to come back. We just we could get you a bus ticket, but that's about, <laughs> that's it, about so. everything else. Lodging, you got to find yourself. Yeah, all right. Yeah, if, I can if, give um, you a food stipend. I mean, I can give yeah. you like a stipend every week, but it ain't going to be 800. 
Yeah, AJ, what's your friend's name? If you get her to come back, I will come back. I will fly right in and chill with you guys. Alex oh and Irene, everybody knows Irene the intern because Irene was like the original, the like OG. she's the OG, yeah. right? She was like the first real intern that like, it was ridiculous. She was so good. But Alex and Irene, since Irene has seen him online, have this like insane connection where they're almost, they almost look alike too. They could almost be like, like kind of twins. Like, sometimes those are the good couples when they, they kind really of look are. alike. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. really they are. They creep people out sometimes, but <laughs> no, that like, would be you don't want to look too much alike, but a little bit's fine. Yeah, Alex, like, yeah, you. I think you two really have a future. So she, yeah, so she she texted me and said, "Why was he not an intern when I was an intern?" I know we would have been a thing, and we tried calling her today, but I think she's at work. So. I know, she's at work. Alex, you were great. Thanks for joining the show. More to come. We're doing some pineapple mail next. Um, we have a great... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Bad for the cameras. I always got to give my exit. Yeah, give your exit, man. Um, okay, pineapple mail. We read your emails every single week. You can always email me, Sarah, at HeyFrage.com with what's on your mind. Uh, this one is from Tara. She says, hey, Sarah, I wanted to quickly write to you and let you know how much I am loving your podcast. I've been following since your 99.5 days. And, of course, Sarah Tyne Mellon, 107.3. I'm so glad to be able to listen to you on my commute to work or when I'm having a cardio day at the gym. You guys are hilarious. And I catch myself laughing out loud at the commentary. Thank you so much for having Ashley Darby on. My fiance and I are both reality TV obsessed, and she's one of our favorite Real Housewives of Potomac women. She seems like such an authentic, kind person, and you guys really meshed well together on the show. Well, I hope things work out between you and Dan. I ultimately hope you discover what will make you truly and utterly happy. You deserve it. All the best, Tara. Oh, thanks. She's the best. You are the best. And I really, I feel like sometimes too, I like Dan is not a public person and he's put himself right. out there more publicly. So I always feel guilty on this show. Like I never want to be representing Dan as not, you know, because you guys know he's great. He is. And like, he's great. He's- most of the time I'm wrong. I mean, let me tell you, <laughs> I, you know, I come up real quick and I go down real fast. <laughs> I'm faster on the down. But you guys are doing great. So we'll leave it a good We'll leave everybody thinking that you oh, and Dan, you yeah, and Dan, we really are good. We really always, we always like work through things. We're very, right. and I am so in love with him. Like I love him right to death. You know, that's why it's like worked for five years. And I think relationships are work. And I definitely have had to unlearn the idea that mm-hmm. your partner should be making you happy all the time. Like yeah. I am definitely that person that feels as though, like, why aren't you, you know, you should be like always up and happy and like emotionally yep. checking in. And I have to understand like, that's not. Dan, you know, necessarily, <laughs> yeah, unless right. I like, but I don't think it's a lot of men. I think I really want like a, a guy, like I just need a penis, but with a female personality. Like I just need that. <laughs> you got to get maybe, a, a lesbian with a strap on. Yeah. Maybe that's okay. what I need. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. On that note, we'll see you on Wednesday. Paul Wharton is going to be here. All right, you guys. Paul's Love it. Back. Bye everybody. Be sure to follow um, AJ. Where can we follow you? It's going to be at the Andrea J Lopez on Instagram. Uh, a Quillen. Where do we follow you? So my name on Instagram is Daquarius Q. D A Q U A R I U S Q. But if I were to come, change that shit. Nobody knows that. We'll tag okay, you in something. Bye, it's the best name. Bye, Bye guys. Everybody. Bye.